Hey there! Thank you for checking out the Battleface podcast. This project was born as a way for me and my buddy Derringer to talk about all the nerdy things that we like, and we'd love for you to be a part of the conversation. Check us out on YouTube and Instagram at the Battleface. Now, on to the episode. The Battleface podcast is broadcast live on Fridays and Sundays, and we encourage you to come hang out and chat with Bard and Dare live. Now, prepare to declare attacks. You are entering the Battleface. Hello, everyone. You have entered the battle phase. It is I, the Midnight Bard, your favorite bard, joined as always by Derringer. And uh, just, you know, one of us is a genius and the other is insane. We're laboratory mice. That is, Our that genes is have been spliced. We're Bardo, we're Bardo, and the dare, 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 dare. Narf. We are here to discuss our favorite topics. This is the Battleface Podcast, the show where we talk card games, video games, and anime every week. Uh, but we're not 100%, you know, relegated to stick to those topics. Sometimes we cover VTubers. Sometimes we cover wrestlers. Sometimes we cover ninjas. So, you know, like in this particular episode, we have all three of those. The question is, in a fight between VTubers, wrestlers, and ninjas, who do you think would win? Uh... Uh, kaijus wasn't one of the options but i'll take it uh, i will take it you know that is that is a good answer i guess uh well thank you to everyone for checking us out uh before we begin please remember to like sub and share it is the easiest way to help the boys grow and uh, also, if you're on our podcasting platforms, if you're on Amazon Music, Spotify, Samsung Podcast, Google Podcast, etc., welcome. And if you would like to be part of our live audience, check us out on YouTube.com at YouTube.com slash at the battle phase, where we host this show live every week, twice a week on Fridays and Sundays. Um, so, yeah, well, what uh, what we watching this week there? We're watching uh, uh, San wa Harakaran. I don't know how to say that, Bart. No, well, you know, Put you you could first. you could have jumped. I can jump between these at will. You, you know, can't. like I I can't, can't like just. Do that. I don't believe you. I don't, I don't have to go in sequence. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of a lot of times I actually just kind of like jump around as I feel. Uh, but uh, what's it called? So yeah, this week I'm watching an anime called Aharin San Wahakaranai. Which is uh, kind of like uh, your your general rom com slice of life type of situation, you know. You got like uh, this uh, this guy who's who's mean mugging all the time. He he's got like one of those faces, like resting, resting, resting bench face, right? And uh, everybody kind of assumes that he's kind of a, a troublemaker, kind of a tough guy, and a he bench. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a that's a Rosemi Lovelock joke. <laughs> where she says that yeah i don't remember who it was but you know she was uh she was in japan hanging with one of uh another one of niji San niji sanji uh vtubers and uh what was it uh you know she apparently th that vtuber apparently says the b word a lot and rosemi says you know so what i started doing just to be funny is i started saying it wrong i started saying binge <laughs> 
they're like, what's up? You a bad bench? <laughs> and you know, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm a bad bench, baby. Pluck, yeah. <laughs> so dude here has resting bench face. And uh, he, he looks kind of like a scary dude. So people kind of don't talk to him. And he makes it his goal to make friends with the person who sits next to him. Person who sits next to him is this girl called Aharin. And uh, the thing about Aharin is that she speaks very quietly. So nobody can hear what she's saying ever. And even he can't at first. So at, most of the time he's uh, he's talking to her, asking questions. And when she when he doesn't hear her reply anything, he just assumes that he's being ignored. And eventually he kind of realizes, oh, wait, she is talking. She just speaks very quietly. <laughs> and it kind of creates uh, like a fun dynamic with the two of them going forward in that he's basically the one of the only people who can hear her. And she's kind of an eccentric person who has a lot of weird tendencies. Uh, so she's like a she's like a ghost or something. A little bit, yeah. Also, she's tiny. You know, like uh, she she's really really like short. A tiny ghost. Yeah, they're, they're high schoolers, but you know, she's about the size of like somebody in middle school or something. So she's really short. Uh, but yeah, it's got it kind of becomes one of those things. You know, the gentle giant and the weird quirky girl. So got kind of kind of a fun thing. You know, it's uh, I watched like the first five or six episodes. You know, like and you know, it's a binge in good time. Yeah, that's your bench. Yeah, sometimes I'm a bad bench, baby. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't go that far. Alrighty, but uh, Dare, you said you're watching two things this week, which is new for you. You usually don't watch a damn thing. Yeah, we actually had like a bit of a watch party going on because yeah. uh, a friend of mine likes to play Dota. Mm-hmm. We had well, it's Vex Vexudo. We had her on the show back with the Nevermore nerds. I remember. And uh, I think it was actually Vex and Siggy that were on the show, wasn't it? I think it was Vex and Siggy, yes. We had Playtime on a different time, but Playtime was on with Gamma. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, me, Siggy, Vex, and a couple other friends ended up watching half of the Dota 2 anime, Dragon Blood. It's really good. It's uh, anime based on the backstory revolving around... uh, how Davian the Dragon Knight became fused with Slyrak the Elder Dragon, and there's also the backstory about Hein Marana the Priestess of the Moon, mm-hmm. Princess of the Moon, yeah, whatever the hell Valve decides to call her to avoid copyright claim. <laughs> but there's like uh, I think there's three major backstories to the anime, so yeah. you, you have. On the screen, you have Davian, who's in the front, Marana, which is next to him with the bow. And then on the far left is Invoker, which is, uh, those are like the three characters that you get the backstory behind from watching the anime. Yeah, it's just the Siggy bot. Plus, hot anime women who try to kill you. Nothing is better. I agree with that. Siggy bot knows exactly yeah, my I'm- type. Like a hot that anime women the, who will crush me under, you know, with their bare hands. Absolutely my type. That, that was the second half of the anime. The first half was Davian just waking up naked everywhere. No, I, I've had those days. I, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> I've known you for quite some time and I would wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah, yeah. 
Nothing quite like waking up with no clothes in the middle of a place that you're not certain how you got to. For real, for real. For real, for real. But you also mentioned that you're watching Pacific Rim The Black. We, we found Yeah, this... this will, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we found what, out this we week, found? we found that, that this was a thing that exists, is what we found. Yeah, I really liked the first Pacific Rim movie. Apparently they made a second one, but I've never watched it. It's not good. Uh, this, I kind of figured. Yeah. Uh, I've only watched the first episode of this mm-hmm. because I kind of want to watch it with other people. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just the, the plot behind it is two kids are dropped off in like a remote canyon with a bunch of other kids. Mm-hmm. They make like a little community there and they're waiting for their parents who are kaiju fighters to come back. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, the protagonist who are brother and sister, the, the little sister goes, finds an old Jaeger like training facility yeah. that has a, like a, a training Jaeger in it. Mm-hmm. And they accidentally activate it, which sets off a bunch of alarms, which attracts a kaiju. And then, her and her brother are forced to fight a kaiju with a training Jaeger, which has like no weapons or anything. Hey, that's kind of cool. I like the sound of that already. And from there, the story progresses of they're trying to find their way to find their parents because uh, bad things happen. Why were they dropped off in a, in a Canyon where kaijus are? Did you, is that a thing that they explained? it starts. There, there's uh, they're evacuating the city, mm-hmm. oh, and okay. because there's a kaiju fight, and they're in a bus. Their parents are fighting the kaiju. The parents pick up the bus and run away because the kaiju kills another dude, another Jaeger, and like badly wounds them. So they they're like running away from the kaiju. They put the bus down in remote canyon. Uh, Jaeger comes up or Kaiju comes up to, like, continue fighting, and they, like, take it away. Yeah. And they're just kind of there. Well, I kind of like the sound of it. You know, like, uh, I love giant mech things, and nothing makes me happier than watching a giant robot punch a monster in the face. It goes back Speaking to my... Speaking of giant robots, Megas XLR. <laughs> Megas XLR was a fun show. Did you did you enjoy Megas XLR? I... All I remember is... Uh, we are Regis. Yeah, like uh, what's it called? And then there, there was like someone who, when crawlers came out, someone made a meme of we are Regis, but it was <laughs> with the with crawler cards, and it was just like okay. Yeah, uh, what what was it called? Um, I I love that Steve Bloom just plays like the sidekick character Jamie. That was kind of fun. Um, also, you know, love, love giant, giant robots. robots. You love giant robots, chicks. Dig giant, giant robots. robots. Nice. Yeah, the, the 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 theme song was about was what I was about to say, which was fun. Uh, you know, it's like, great. Yeah, you know, like I feel like America, like uh, American animation studios, can make like really, really interesting, really, really fun anime inspired shows. Uh, that you know, kind of like have that that aesthetic I'm, and that okay feel. i'm gonna cut you off i like the picture that you posted but what the fuck why'd you post the picture because i found it and i figured you'd you'd enjoy it 
Okay, fair enough. Continue. Yeah, like uh, for all of you watching and who can't see it on the slideshow, I just sent there a picture of a, a wheelbarrow full of guinea pigs. <laughs> but uh, so I, I feel like uh, American animation studios can make really, really good stuff. But the thing is, you know, like for the longest time uh, here in the West, it's been understood that animation is a genre for kids, like not even a medium, but just like a genre, right? For kids. Yeah. So breaking out of that, is kind of difficult and studios are less likely to take risks on things that haven't been proven to work in the past which is why a lot of adult animation here in the west takes the form of like the the family unit that is weird and quirky and their adventures in suburbia you know we're talking like the simpsons family guy uh you know like name it there's a million of them right uh, every the now, Cleveland Show. The Cleveland Show. Heck, yeah, Seth MacFarlane made like three of them. He made the Cleveland Show, American Dad, Family Guy, which if you look at it, they all kind of follow like a similar pattern, which is, you know, like the lead character is a well-meaning but really dumb father figure. You have the long, long-suffering but like very caring and doting wife. You have like uh, a child which is which is awkward and therefore gets bullied and you got a child that's kind of dumb and if there's a third child they're a genius uh and uh what's it called and so it's like the heck the simpsons is the same you know so it, it, usually that's the safe option i think we're kind of moving away from that and it's probably because our generation was kind of raised with like different kinds of uh animation like animation from elsewhere and stuff like that um I mean, we had tsunami. So we had tsunami and stuff. So like we're th- we're seeing things like Gravity Falls, which is basically like Twin Peaks but animated. We have things like The Owl House, which is a really cool isekai with like really really good uh re- really good uh what's it called um story beats and all that. It's great. Um uh, and hey Chad, sound off. What's your favorite anime series in the chat? I want I want to hear that. And do you have a favorite there? Out of curiosity. Uh, Pawn Stars. No, yeah, that's a good one. You know, like that last tournament arc would definitely hit different. Um, yeah, and then uh, the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch is also a really good one. No, that's true too. Gosh, I would I would pay to see an anime out of that stuff. That that sounds like it would be awesome. Uh, All time favorite is the Big Show. Pawn Stars one hundred percent would be like a slice of life, and the the, the search for Skinwalker Ranch, whatever, would definitely be like a like a paranormal horror it's, one. It's gonna be like yeah, it's gonna say. If you don't say horror after that, then mm-hmm. yeah, the big show is just like the low shit tier we, we, anime. Yeah, the the one that's made on a budget. Uh, like like what was what was the other one? Like Kamikatsu, like working for God in a godless war world that I told you about. That it, it was very clear they ran out of money and they decided to just roll with it. <laughs> uh we have a couple of uh answers in the chat we have the siggy bot says one piece one piece is so good oh my god uh, i'm a new one piece fan but i'm already like 800 episodes in and it just keeps getting better golly it just ah uh let's see uh i really need to get off of netflix while we're doing this because i just found a show called battlefish I know it's not what I think it is, but God, I want it to be what I think it is. That sounds awesome. Uh, Gamma says uh, his favorite anime is Monster. Monster is kind of insane, isn't it? It's basically like Death Note without the supernatural elements. It's just a guy who happens to be a very, very 
psychopathic serial killer kind of and, and you know like the the doctor who saved him from death basically trying to undo the good that he did it's it's pretty great uh neo says naruto one piece i shield 21 i you know i i shield 21 is underrated it doesn't get the love it deserves bakugan beyblade sword art online one Punch, uh, Inuyasha. Wow, that's a lot of really good ones. Samurai X. Oh, I, lo- I love Roni Kenshin. It's good. Cutie Honey. Always wanted to watch it. Never did. Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, I have to ask. The first one or Brotherhood? Second Bloodline. Magic Knight Ray Earth. That's a classic. By Chloe. I assume, I assume Brotherhood because I don't I don't think I've ever heard of anybody who liked the first or the original Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. And Slam Dunk. Also another classic. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that the creator of Monster is having another anime on Netflix coming soon? I did not know that, but that's interesting, and I'm interested to hear more about it. So, uh, moving on from uh, like what we're watching this week, uh, in card game news, we have the YCS Indianapolis coming up soon. Yeah, yeah. Want to go with qualified. me there? You already qualified. Already qualified. So you want to go with me? We can we can play at the Indianapolis uh, YCS on October 21st and 22nd. You know, see, uh, I, I, I actually I need to get my RC one judge license back hmm. and then go and get my RC two. Hmm. But I just I don't want to go and be around Yu-Gi-Oh players. Why do you hate your kind so much? <laughs> uh, I, I just I don't know. <laughs> they smell they're weird well firstly they're... a lot of us use plenty of deodorant and so and cleansing products as a matter and of fact some of us don't we have to because it's part of the rules remember if you smell bad you can be disqualified and that's the funniest thing that konami <laughs> has done since 2020 yeah like konami just like hey if you're gonna attend in-person events babe be sure to shower because if you smell bad we can kick you out i was like well that's the thing they said <laughs> Wash your ass or you're going to have to pass. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of fun. You know, like as of late, I think like that the meta decks have been like unchained because uh, Cash finally got hit with a Rise Hard Con. Um, The meta deck is unchained. uh, False. The the most recent YCS got got unchained, got beat out by Flawandries. And you want to know why? Because Why? apparently the deck that loves to get popped and spin back uh, uh, monsters that are special summoned can't stand up to the deck that doesn't do either of those things. <laughs> like, what was the representation? Uh, I don't know what the representation was, but it was kind of one of those things where like Unchained was like the standout deck in the event. And then just some guy playing Flu is <laughs> just like, nope. Because that, that's the thing. uh I don't remember if it was last year or the year before. Just like, I don't know if it was like Tear or Flunderies or something mm-hmm. was just like dominating. And then one guy was like, here's pretty princess plant monsters. I'm going to tribute your stuff. Oh, yeah. And Rika. Yeah, like Rika Sun Avalon. It, it's kind of weird, you know, like it almost feels like wait until the meta settles. And then just come in with something that they'll never expect just to mess with them, right? It's actually kind of out of the... Fun fact, Dryas, the the Link one for that combo is... It it went from being, like, a worthless, like, P2 
penny card. Yeah, it, it went to it definitely went from being net worth next to nothing to being really expensive. Uh, kind of fun. I, I enjoy it when stuff like that happens. Uh, and you know, speaking of uh, weird like off meta things, uh, the new ninja deck is in and master duel as a structure deck. You can now play with your ninja duel cards with my ninja duel cards. What the heck are those ninja duel cards with my ninja 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 ninja? The structure deck is called <laughs> the structure deck is called Hidden Arts of Shadow. And it comes with, like, you know, a lot of the new uh, ninja stuff that was in, uh, what do you call it, in Darkwing Blast, like Mitsu the Insect Ninja and Tobari the, the Bird Ninja or whatever. Uh, it also comes with, like, some classics that you might recognize, such as Ninja Grandmaster Hanzo and, like, Lady Ninja Yai. Um, I, Hanzo, I, yes, I recognize. Ninja Yai, no. Yeah, she's like a level three ninja monster. She's like a wind attribute, like has thirteen hundred attack and like eight hundred defense, something like that. Uh, I'm just throwing stats out from my memory. I don't know if any of those are correct. If, it, if it's if it's not green, yellow, or Hanzo, I don't, I don't know them. Yeah. So the the cool thing about you know, like, I guess I, I'm a sucker for like samurai and ninja stuff. So whenever I was, uh, whenever I was, uh, you know, starting off in Yu-Gi-Oh, whenever I was playing like really seriously back in Edison format, and I was playing my six samurai deck, I always saw like you know like Lady Ninja Yai and cards like that, and I was like, why don't they have like a good ninja archetype? And it took them twenty plus years to make sure that that was a thing that happened. So, well, that, that's I was gonna say, and Siggy also just asked. Uh, the deck actually saw some like competitive play. It did. It, after it's actually these cards got released because uh, Mitsu and the two fusions are actually decent. Yeah, and then the they fact are. that like they just all book of moon your opponent and then attack your opponent for a lot of damage. Yeah, and so it's that that's good. basically what they do, Siggy. Like you know, your opponent trying to do something. Oh yeah, just flip their stuff face down. Now they can't do anything. And then after that, you just smack them for a lot of damage. It's pretty great. Uh, there, there was kind of like a, a, a ninja sub archetype like a, a long time ago, but it was weird because it operated off of trap cards, right? And, and it kind of seemed like well, it, it, it was. You're, you're talking about like red arm ninja, and exactly, white arm ninja and black arm ninja. Yes, which they they operated off spell trap, and I think maybe black arm ninja was monster. Yeah, and and the basically but, like the whole yeah. thing is that they would turn into like big monsters, right? It, it was in the same time frame as like Soitsu, Doitsu, and the other two that no one remembers. Like the other two that nobody plays. They, I think it's like Aitsu like, and Koitsu. Yeah, Aitsu and Koitsu. Mm -hmm. They're they're just like really gimmicky not good cards that Konami is like, we could do something with this because it's a slow format. Yeah. So, and like, uh, so, you know, kind of a fun thing. Uh, and I, me personally, I haven't played it. I've seen like a couple of videos highlighting combos for him. And what I like about it is that it is very mid range, you know, like it's got like defensive uh, moves that it can do. It's got offensive move that it can do. It, can, it has access to an OTK via Borolode Savage, not Borolode Savage, but uh Boral Sword. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of cool, you know, it can, it can flood the field with a bunch of like really disruptive ninjas. It's great. 
But uh, along with your ninja uh, dual deck that you can get, you can also get yourselves uh, the the new mate, which is Ninja Grandmaster Hanzo. He stands on the side of your field and he shouts, Dr. Bayo! Sasuke! He doesn't do either of those things, but if he did, that would be hilarious. I'd be like, oh, Konami. (laughs) Yes. Is that that like a reference to Naruto? Yeah. Uh, Uh, I've only ever ever seen Boruto. Ah, have you? Okay. No, I haven't. That's a terrible show. Yeah, Burrito. Nobody watches that. I could go. Okay. I'm going to ask you this question because you brought up burritos. What would happen... Mm-hmm. If you went to Taco Bell, mm-hmm. ordered a five-layer burrito, minus the beef, minus the beans, minus the cheese, so replace all those with onions. I don't know why you would. Me, personally, I hate onions, so I would do it. It's a tortilla with sour cream and onions, Bart. Yeah, I see. Both of those things I do not like, so... I like tortillas, but sour cream and onions. If we can get this video to 10,000 likes, I will make Bard consume three of these Oh, you know what? Yeah, Thug Life. If you guys can get this video to 10,000 likes, I will eat one of those burritos. One. And 10,000, please. (laughs) Like, no, I I am not agreeing to anything for less than 10,000. No, 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 no. Uh... Ten likes, one burrito. False. Hundred likes, two burritos. Nope. Thousand likes, three burritos. Disagree. <laughs> Ten thousand likes, we get a we get them a party pack of these uh, these abominations. One hundred percent inaccurate. <laughs> uh, I will I will fly down to Texas and force feed these burritos to you. You have to find me. Texas is huge. <laughs> we'll, we'll mama bird baby bird these. There are so whoa, god damn it! Why did you put that image in my mind? Oh, <laughs> oh I was ow, not, ow. I was not ready for that. Flow uh, wanderings and the regurgitated. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, so you could get yourself Ninja Grandmaster Hanzo to stand on your side of the field. I don't know what he does. Maybe he does a shadow clone. I don't know. But uh, since, you know, we're talking about card games and Siggy mentioned that, you know, One Piece is his favorite uh, anime, uh, the new One Piece, uh, what's it called, uh, set is out today. So set sail for One Piece. It's the name of the treasure in the Grand Line. Anyway, you were going to ask? I was going to ask if they had, had, like, booster packs yet. Yeah. Because I I knew it was relatively new. I've only... Ever seen people buy the uh, structured decks? Well, that's so because their booster have. packs are like impossible to find half the time. Because mo- at least in my locals, you have to pre-order them because if you don't, you're not going to get any. You know, because like they sell out fast. You know, it, it's it's a popular game, so people are always trying to like you know buy it out. Uh, so there is booster packs if you can it's find like them. Lorcana. It's like Lorcana. It's like Digimon before it. And like Digimon, it's made by Bandai. So maybe that's just Bandai being crap at distribution. I don't know. So, you know, it's a thing. Uh, this one comes with a bunch of cool new upgrades to previous existing decks. There's new there's uh, new black leaders, which I'm looking at because I want to see if I can, like, modify my black deck. Uh, and it comes with a, a bunch of, like, new 
instances for some of your favorite characters. Like, you know, you have like Gear 4 Luffy. You have like Don Quixote do Flamingo. You have Don Quixote Rocinante. You have like, I think there's like a new Trafalgar Law. You have uh, these set of new rares, which kind of looks like it's just like a profile picture of like uh, of the character. So you got like Magellan, Boa Hancock, etc. Wait, what, what kind of profile picture? Uh, like, you know, like it's their head. So basically. like a Discord profile picture or is this like a Facebook or is this like a dating app type profile picture? What, what, what are we talking about? Here? Yes, yes and yes. Uh, and se- oh. so, you know, we got that and we have new manga rares. Manga rarity being one of the highest rarities in the One Piece card game where if you pull like the manga rare, it's basically like taken from pages in the manga. It, you know, like you, you'll have like usually like your character front and center and then have like a couple of iconic panels from like the long run of the manga behind them. Uh, one of the one that's uh, apparently like the most chased after in this set is Sabo. So, you know, it's kind of fun. Um, I think it, it looks to me like a lot of like the cards uh, from this set are from Dressrosa and beyond. So like Dressrosa and Whole Cake because the characters in it, like, for example, you got the Don Quixote family, you have uh, Trafalgar Law, you have, like, uh, Rebecca, Kiros, etc. And, uh, or I don't know if Kiros is in there. I know he was on the Rebecca card, so, I mean, there's that. Uh, but also, you have people, like, I noticed, like, a lot of, like, Charlotte family people were on there, too. So I was like, okay, so, yeah, we, we got we got characters from all over the place. It's kind of fun. I, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, if I can get my hands on some, that'll be great. I doubt it, but I, it'd be nice. <laughs> so, you know what's funny is like you can't find any One Piece almost anywhere. Like every, because I mentioned before that I live kind of like in a triangular area of game shops, and every single one of them is all like, can't get One Piece, can't get Lorcana at all. Like well, you know, it's, it's, it seems like if it's not the main. Like one of the main three, if it's not Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon, it's difficult to get the stuff. Because it's, I told you, uh, the Weisschwarz set, the new Hololive Weisschwarz set, took like a month and a half for our shop to get. Yeah. Even wonder, though they did pre-order it. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Uh, Bushy Road's just small company. I think, don't, don't, who, who makes One Piece? Bandai. This, oh, Bandai. Yeah. They used to make Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, did they? I thought that was Upper Deck. No, Bandai. Uh, Bandai made uh, like the yeah. very first Yu-Gi-Oh packs. You are right they, about they that. They only had like, they only had like, one pack before I think Konami split off and took control. But yeah, I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot. Small life goal is to uh, collect one of each of the Bandai cards. Hey, that'd be neat. Yeah, you think that those they got are like Mega Salar? Oh, some of them are expensive. Some of them aren't. Okay, I was gonna say like that. It sounds like that would be kind of expensive, but uh, like yeah. some of them are like fifteen bucks, and some of them are like hundred some fifteen bucks. I guess that's not terrible. It could. It, no, it's not bad. It could be a whole lot worse. Um, they, they look like the anime. Yeah. Well, yeah. kinda, sorta. Um, yeah, maybe. What's uh, the other thing that I was gonna say is, um, yeah. So they they can't get them at all, and usually if they do get any, like it's sold out within like a day, like within hours of them having any, right? Um, but... That's why with 
uh, our card shop, you have to enter a league to even like purchase the Lorcana stuff. Yeah, I think that's a very common thing going on too. Because uh, what what is it like? Uh, I think scalpers are like super bad with it. Yeah, and like wh- whatever the company is that makes Lorcana, I think it's Raven's Nest. I'm actually not 100 percent sure. Uh, but like they they check them out over on AzureRavenDreams.com. Yeah, <laughs> that's incorrect. But yes, uh, but like their their whole thing was like they wanted to make sure that you know players got the cards and not scalpers. They really didn't want like a whole scalping situation where the cards were suddenly like extremely hard to come by and people who wanted to play the game just had no access. So they've actually cracked down extremely hard on, on like card shops. You know, with the whole idea being, yeah, you know, no no selling to to scalpers and if we find out that you're selling these cards online you know like uh you you could lose your your license to carry them you know we're not gonna allow it so yeah yeah, good on them you know because like power to the players as they say right well i mean it's stupid that there are people because it's something that like took off during covid like it happened before covid but covid like made it worse because people who weren't scalping found out, oh, hey, I can just buy a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards in bulk and then make money that way. Uh, COVID is such a mixed bag of things, dude. Because, like, you know, like, for example, people like me rediscovered their passion for something that they loved before, right? I got back into Yu-Gi-Oh because I had time during COVID. Um, But then there's also, like, the people who, like, discover that they can buy these things and then sell them at high prices. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that, that was like all of the cart or like all of the uh, what do they call it? The the not card shop card shops like Walmart. Oh, like the like the big yeah. box retailers, retail stores. Yeah, Re- like retail stores started like either selling cards up at the front desk to like limit how many people could buy, mm-hmm. or they just like put a hard limit on how many you could buy. Yeah, because of scalpers. Yeah, it was miserable. Mm-hmm. I used to buy like a hundred of Yu-Gi-Oh cards and lose like blister packs, and then I had to stop because there was a limit. Yeah, there, there certainly was. After a while, it was kind of a, you know, it's actually what what ended up driving me to like local card shops too, because I was like, okay, well now now I can. Uh, uh, you know, I know that this is a, a a community place where I can get these things, and you know, like, hey, it's cool if you come in here and buy product. You know, whereas the big box retailers, like, nah, man, we got to make sure that as many people can get this as much as they can. So it was kind of like a I, I, I convinced two people because our the Meyer that's here mm-hmm. tends to have like older sets of cards, mm-hmm. or they did, and uh, it was like after they lifted the COVID thing where you could like go out with a mask. The Meyer had six boxes of Dual Devastator left, mm. but you could only buy two card products. So it's like, hey, old man, and hey, other person, I'll give you the money if you buy these for me. And they're like, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a, what was it? It, it was uh, another thing that uh, the cool thing about local card shops, too, is that sometimes you can just pick out the singles, you know? You don't have to like get like uh, the 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 whole set, but you know you can buy like what whatever they have lying around. That you know sometimes you just need like that one card to finish out a deck, right? It, yeah, 
this is a whole nother conversation that's going to go. I, I don't have time for this conversation tonight, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. What about because local card shops? It, it depends on what type of card shop you have. That is what true. focus it is on because our card shop is a magic card shop. Mm-hmm. So yes, you can buy magic singles, but like Yu-Gi-Oh singles, uh, Pokemon singles, all these other card games, you can ask, but most likely they will not have the card. Yeah, I agree about that. That is true because uh, I I have like uh, uh, locals near me where I can go and buy uh, like, you know, like One Piece singles and like Digimon and Pokemon and such. But if I want Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, I have to go like very specific, like, oh, it's this one over here, you know? So like, yeah, I'm 100% with you. It depends on your local card shop. Uh, But That's why we use TCG player not sponsored. Yeah, you know, I do. If I can get it at the local card shop, I do because you know I want I want to support them. I want, want them to, to do well. Locals, but yeah, but like if it, your locals doesn't have what you need, you could trade with people that does on TCG Player. Uh, I'm bam, like, you not could, sponsored. You, you could trade with people, I guess, but you know, then you have to talk to people. I, I've literally bought like every card that I need from the twenty twenty three Mega Ten off the TCG player for like less than fifty bucks. So yeah, I I I, I traded with people. That, that was my thing. I was like, yeah, let, let's let's trade with uh, some people. It's pretty great. Uh, but speaking of people, uh, Akai Hato is a people, her also yeah. known as Hachama. Hachima. Yeah, the 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 person that is. Arguably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Hachima or uh, Hato depends on uh, her mood. She she's been gone for. I, I just looked. Her last video was nine months ago. That's a long time uh, when you're a so, content creator. So when uh, I got on YouTube and saw an important message from. Hato, I was like, oh, oh no, this is the graduation message that we've all been like dreading. Mm. But no, it was actually just a thank you for sticking beside me. I'm sorry that I've been gone for so long. I've had health problems. Uh, and she's hoping to return in the near future, which I mean, everybody wants her to. She's, I want to say, entertaining. She's very different from all the other Hololive members. Do we know uh, what her health problems are? Is that something that that uh, has been revealed or no? I don't think it's publicly known. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's I I don't, I don't know. If, like I I've heard things, but I don't know if hmm. they're true because she's not been. I don't know if uh, she's like publicly been like this is what's happening. But uh, like she's one of the few members that like there was like a heartbreaking moment in her like career because she she worked really hard on like this uh, like backstory mm-hmm. and for like two or three solid months she was releasing these like little skits mm-hmm. in which Hachima and Hato were like fighting because mm-hmm. they're the same person. But it's like Hachima is the uh, weird bastard that does weird stuff and is chaos incarnate. And Hato is the idol. So 
So kind of, kind of like a, like, what is it like? Oh shoot. What's like the, me and you No, What's the name of that one anime movie about like the idol who has like the split personality. Oh, that's going to bother uh, me. It's blue, yes, that blue one. something. Mm, that is going to bug me now. If I don't know blue angel, it's not that it is the, the pro tag from Yu-Gi-Oh Reigns. Side pro tag. But yeah, uh, like her backstory, it was really actually really interesting. But mm-hmm. it, it was getting like really fucking dark to the point where it's just like a lot of blood and gore and type of stuff. And Hollow Light was like, uh, we don't we don't want you to like continue doing this because we don't like the direction it's going. Perfect blue she, is like, the name of it. She got really upset about it and a lot of people are really upset but I mean she she's eats spiders eats spiders yeah she cooks spiders and she eats weird things and yeah yeah but, uh, but the, it, was, it, was, the, it was nice to hear that she's trying to get back to streaming yeah she has been working on her health it is something that uh, I kind of noticed in the in the comments section because I, I kind of like went down to see if like anyone could give me context, um, and uh, it it was kind of like heartwarming to see that a lot of people were waiting for her to come back and that they they were scared that this was a graduation announcement. Uh, so you know, well, it's, whenever a VTuber puts important notice or important announcement with like no context and it's a thumbnail like that. It's usually not good. Yeah, I'm going like, to do been... the same thing. I'm going to put like an important notice video up on the channel, and it's just going to be like smooth peanut butter is superior to crunchy 100% of the we'll time. We'll see fucking Amelia Watson for, I don't remember if it, I don't think it was April Fool's. It was some just stream that she did. She mm-hmm. put important announcement. It was her avatar with like a black background, and then it was just. I've got new merch coming out. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You were graduating. Yep. But not so. It was me, Dio. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's pretty great. So, yeah. you know, happy happy to hear that she's coming back. It's nice whenever, like, you know, your favorite content creators don't actually leave. They're just kind of hang they They're, you know, just kind of take some time to get to get better, you know, to like put themselves in a good place, you know, it's... and that's a lot of people knew that she had health issues. So it's also nice just to be able to have that update of, Hey, I'm doing okay. I'm getting better. Yeah. I will be back. Yeah. That's good. Well, we're happy to see her coming back, which speaking of coming back, the fall is upon us once again. And, uh, that means the crunchy roll October lineup has been announced. And uh, we we got kind of we we have uh, quite a bit of uh, cool things to to mention here. One of which I'm actually really excited. This was something that I meant to make a video of uh, for the channel because you know I do like manga reviews from time to time. And uh, one of the manga that I wanted to review was one that I started watching called Free Ren Beyond Journey's End, which is just excellent. And um, unfortunately, like it, it was kind of a hard script to write because there was so much that I wanted to say. And, you know, like, ultimately, with the day job and, like, you know, trying to write the script and trying to, like, 
you know, put together a video and then edited, this would have ended up being like a, a solid hour and a half video because there was so much to talk about it, right? Uh, but now, you know, like it, it's upon us and I'm basically like, you know what, I might just review the anime, might be a little easier that way. <laughs> Uh, so kind of exciting. I'm I'm ready for that. Uh, we got Rising of the Shield Hero season three. Season two was kind of weak. You know, it had a, li- a little bit of a. It was a little weak sauce. So I'm kind of hoping that season three kind of brings the hype again. Uh, they're you know, I I really hope that they don't do what they did with season two, where they skip like an entire arc just to get to like the meaty bits. And I was like, yeah, but now we don't have context for who these characters are and why they're here. <laughs> You know, like, it was just kind of like, wow. Like, yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, like if your favorite season of one show, one season concluded, and then the next season you just had like a whole new group of friends, which were friends with the original group of friends. And it's just like, oh, it's these guys that we've been traveling with for six months. It's like, where did they come from? Why are they here? Who are they? (laughs) You know, Uh, so I'm happy to hear it that, you know, we're we're that we're getting a season three, but please, for the life, for, for the love, please d- don't do that again. I, I forgave you the first time. We'll have to see about the second. Uh, but other things uh, to men- to mention, um, there's one called Buta Reba, story of a man turned into a pig. If, uh, if you've never seen anything on this one, uh, watch a video that gives you a synopsis this is one of the more out there uh, isekai uh, that since that since you know turning into a vending machine, so kind of kind of great. Uh, we have one called "I'm giving the disgraced noble lady I rescued a crash course in naughtiness." These titles just keep getting better every season. Yeah, I feel like you're you're picking the absolute best titles that they have. Ron Kamonohashi's Forbidden Deductions. I kind of figure that this is a. I think we talked about this one during the the announcement for Jump Festa, um, and I, I'm pretty sure it's like a detective uh, type uh, anime. So exciting! Uh, Returner's Magic should be special. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know what a returner is. Is it a person who has returned? Or is it a person who returns one thing to a, to a place? I don't know. Uh, we have After School Hanako-kun, which is pretty good. Uh, I hear it's very popular. I've never seen anything. We have Shangri-La Frontier, which the first time I saw that, I read it as Shangri-Era Frontier. cash Exactly. Yes, uh, it's exactly how I read it. I was like, Shangri-Era Frontier? Yu-Gi-Oh is getting another thing? I was like, oh, no, no, no. That's a Shangri-La. Never mind. Um, the Apothecary Diaries, which I hear is really, really good, and the promo art that they have up for it looks looks insane. I mean, like, it, it is colorful in all the right ways, and I'm digging it. Uh, and I already mentioned Shield Hero Season 3, so, you know, like, hey, we, we have quite a bit of things to be excited for. Um, right now, like, dubs aren't really a thing that's happening very frequently because of the actor strike. I really hope they resolve that soon because I... I will watch something that's subtitled, but I prefer dub, you know? So, like, I... I heard the next Yu-Gi-Oh! Pro tag uses tier. They, they play full-powered tier. Well, I'm going to boycott that. So, and that's unlikely, because I feel like the pro tags generally are given, like, a, like a, a kind of do-nothing archetype that they build up from, like, the first, uh, from their first time playing it, you know? 
I I feel like that's true, and, and it's specifically visible with like Jaden and and Yuma, that their their archetypes were kind of like, yeah, this deck will never win a thing. You know, you're just kind of all over the place, and it's just kind of like we have to make up for it by being good duelists. And uh, eventually, they start getting new monsters, new cards, and suddenly, like their deck does an awful lot more. So, yeah, yeah so I, I'm I'm just quickly going through all like the archetypes that the pro tags play. And yeah, probably Yugi and Yuma have the like most do nothing. Yugi's cards are just like yeah. Oh, look at what I threw together. That that was kind of a different era, is what it was, you know. Like because back then it was kind of expected that your Yu-Gi-Oh deck would just be a pile, you know. But like over time, whenever with, with the with the arrival of archetypes and things like that the way a deck played started being different because now it's like, hey, cards have synergy with each other, especially within their families, whether that be your archetype, your type, or your or your attribute. Um, Family means everything. Yeah. But, like, damn it. We have, like, the Fast and Furious deck. Like, I don't have, I don't have monsters. I have family. Uh, I don't have a win con. I have family. <laughs> I summon my family in attack mode. <laughs> and then they just jump the guy. Uh, so, yeah, you know, like that. That's what that was, okay, that happened in an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! That happened in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. The, they had the, the Dark Signers or whatever they're called. And one of them was... The Shadow uh, Riders? Yeah, the Shadow Riders. Okay. Don's a Lug. The, Chris, the dude with oh, like the horrible yeah. Christopher Walken. That did <laughs> happen, like, didn't it? I I summon the Dark Scorpions. Attack him! And they, 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 all of them just run over and start beating the crap out of Jaden. <laughs> I remember that now. I was like, did that happen? I was kind of thinking like, no, I mean, like, when did it happen? I was, uh, the first family that came to mind was like Esperoba and his brothers and sisters. I was like, did they beat up Joey? I was like, I don't think they did. Uh, but yeah, kind of a fun thing. Uh, there's a lot of things to be excited to watch in uh, in the Crunchyroll October lineup. I can't wait to see a lot of these things. Uh, but deep, speaking about things that we watched, uh, Haunted Jail featuring Dominic uh, Mysterio, uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, Shotzi, and Scarlet from WWE. They took a trip to St. Augustine, Florida to to do a paranormal investigation in a haunted jail. This is... It, it was just another thing that, like, at work, opened up YouTube to listen to music, and then I have this WWE-recommended video of Dom, Rail and Scarlet go to a haunted jail, and it's like, okay, I, I can't get in too much trouble if I watch this at work. No, nah, it was it's, it was pretty tame. It, it's you know it, the thing that surprised me is that they were using a whole bunch of tools that you do see like you know professional ghost hunters use. Like they had REM pods, they had ovulus, they had the boo buddy. You know, so I was just like, wow! Like out of I've seen a lot of paranormal investigation shows, and they are pulling out all the stops. <laughs> it was it was actually kind of impressive. The thing that I like is I, I always liked it whenever you see a wrestler break character mm -hmm. because well uh, raya can break raya. a lot of things in me and I, i'd be very fine with that yeah 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 it, i've fucking figured yeah i'm very okay but with that she is she is a, the, an attractive lady sorry i, I want her to step on me I, yeah yeah there <laughs> it is but they're both heel characters 
in the Judgment Day stable. Yeah. So they're they're supposed to both be like these terrible evil people, but like <laughs> in this. They just seem like wholesome people. They did. And that's that's something that I was kind of like wondering. I'm like, are they normally like, you know, like, like more chill characters? Because I was like, there's no, there's no wrestling grandiosity. They're like like the, the badass. I'm going to hurt your family to win Mm. type people. Except for Dom. He's, he's just, he's like a comedy act at this point. Yeah. uh, Like, like I said, I've always liked watching wrestlers break kayfabe and watching them go through a haunted house and they're just like kind of scared a little bit and like not acting like themselves it's like yeah they 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 look nervous (laughs) they they did look nervous so it was was kind of a fun watch you know like about 30 minutes kind of cool uh i enjoyed it they they did pick up a couple of anomalies which i thought were cool Normally, whenever you see somebody using like an ovulus, like, you know, where they ask something and then the ovulus kind of picks up like random noise or something and it sounds like words, uh, you know, they don't normally get like it's it's rare for you to see like a ghost hunter get like a response into an ovulus that makes sense. Usually it's kind of like a, a nothing response, you know, like you'll be like, is there anyone here with us? And they'll be like turkey bacon. Turkey you know, bacon. Yeah, turkey bacon. And like, oh, he said turkey bacon. That must mean it's the ghost of the chef that was killed from a heart attack from eating turkey bacon. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's kind of like, it, usually it's like a nothing response. So this time, whenever there was kind of like good responses, part of me was like, it's probably scripted. But if it isn't, that's really compelling. Uh, not only that, but like uh, there was mentioned uh, at one point, they said that they her- heard an audible growl. And they caught it on camera. And I was like, okay, well, if that's not scripted, that's also very, very cool evidence. And their Boo bud, Boo Buddy and their Rampod was going off pretty much constantly. So I was like, yeah, you know, like uh, uh, either this was like a really, really active, like paranormal site. Or this is a really, really well scripted skit. And Dom and Rhea were not um, in on the joke. <laughs> the the uh, beginning of the video the, the people who actually like take care of the place mentioned that it's in like the top five most haunted places in the world. I mean, you, you, who keeps track of that? Honestly, I could claim that like my backyard is one of the top five most haunted places in the world, and nobody has any proof to say otherwise. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'll admit, yeah, it, <laughs> it's a big claim, but at the same time, there's like the. There's places like Paveglia, I believe is what it's called, over in Italy. Oh yeah, there's yeah, a uh, the there's island like a, with the uh, with the he- uh, it, it mental a, health asylum. Medical. Yeah. Well, it was a mental. It was a uh, plague ward, and then it turned into and like then a it prison, into a mental health asylum, or was and it? Then it? I think I believe it was a plague ward, and then a mental health asylum, and then maybe a prison. Yeah, maybe a prison. For, I don't like, remember if that's right. War. Yeah. P- point but, of the matter is uh, the place had some fucked up shit going on, and y- yeah. And that's like, like maybe not top five for a jail in Florida, but at the same time, I think the jail was also an insane asylum at one point. Hmm. I think they said that, and insane asylums are, at least in America, were pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Now we're going to talk about Insane Asylum for the next 50 minutes. Oh, I have nothing else to say about Insane Asylums. That after they let me out, I kind of like I, put that in my past. I, I can, I can, I can talk about them forever. <laughs> but th- this still in one. Th- this was a fun watch. You know, like I thought this was interesting and kind of fun. And you're right. You know, like watching Dom and Ray, I'd be scared. It's like. It, 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 it was it was interesting, you know, like and it was kind of like uh, I, I kind of got that vibe that, that, you know, they weren't supposed to be scared, but they but they were showing it uh, well, like uh, it, you could see it in their eyes, man. I was like, wow. I think Shotzi actually asked both of them at the beginning of the video if they had ever had any paranormal experiences and they mm-hmm. both uh, they both said that they did. I don't remember what Rhea's story was, but Dom was like he 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 doesn't remember it but apparently like it was like his uncle uh, it was like a really good it was like uncle or something yeah mm-hmm. he, he was talking to himself underneath a table as a kid mm-hmm. and he he like perfectly described his uncle who had passed away and was talking to him yeah yeah so really cool if Rhea's still scared i'm open to hold hands you have a wife question of the day <laughs> question of the week uh so somebody posted nervous this nervous laughter <laughs> Somebody posted this up on uh, on Reddit uh, earlier this week uh, that basically, like, you know, uh, whenever you start Master Duel, you're given an option of grabbing one of three decks, right? Which one of them is Power of the Dragon, the other one's the Synchro Unity, and the other one's Link Generation. The three decks basically focus very, very strictly on, like, Fusion, Synchro Summoning, and Link Summoning. Uh, so this person, what they did is they kind of like photoshopped the screen. They added a fourth deck, which is an Xyz based one. And they said, what if instead of like Power of the Dragon just being like random dragon fusion, we had like Invoke Shadal for the fusion one. What if instead of like uh, just random, uh, you know, like Junk Synchron into like Junk Warrior uh, and nothing else, or not even like Junk Warrior. It was like one of those vanilla synchros that did nothing, you know. Uh, so, like, what if instead of that, we had, like, Sword Soul? And in the Link one, instead of, like, Decode Talker, uh, we had, like, Crusadia. You know, things that actually are good. Um, and so the question became... Is Crusadia good? Uh, well, it, it OTKs like nothing else. So, I mean, like, a Go Second dedicated Crusadia deck could probably do a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, I, I honestly would have changed the Crusadia one, like the Link one, for something like Marinces. Yeah. You know, like uh, I was gonna say, I would, I would change Crusadia for something that was like actually meta relevant at one point. Like maybe not Marenses, but uh, maybe Dragon Link. Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, you, you the the when you look at it, like you know, Invoke Shadal and like Sword Soul, which I also don't agree with Sword Soul. Um, you know, like stuff like that. They're not really like they they were strong at one point, but they're not really like like super strong right now so kind of like the way that i kind of pictured this is like what if instead of giving us like you know like say like a meta deck right now they gave us like a meta deck from like two formats ago right where it's still strong you know you, Which, you... i mean I'm, I'm not talking about like bestial dragon link or whatever trying amok in the oh you were just talking, talking like rocket like original like rocket synchron yeah like rocket synchron, but like rocket dragon link like the rocket revolt structure deck that Get, I'm t- I'm saying, give me a structure deck with LP, Pisty, and Aggravain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, those are things that I'm pretty sure we won't get. But anyway, so the the question here was, like, what if instead of giving us, you know, like these do nothing decks, Konami actually gave us a a deck that 
could do stuff. You know, like maybe not top tier, but, you know, competent. Uh, so my question was like, what what do you think, Dare? What what do you think the the an appropriate deck would be for each of these summoning types? Well, I mean, first off, uh, I would definitely pick the Endymion structure deck. Mm. You know, for, for Pendulum, not including that. Well, yeah, they, on they they didn't. Uh, and whenever I asked it on the Discord server, I asked. I was like, Pendulum. I don't know. Uh, I was like, Performapel. <laughs> I was like, question mark. Uh, so, uh, I think a, a competent deck would probably be in Dimmon for Pendulum. Okay. Um, but I mean, Performal Pal works too. It's it, Performal Pal's like DDDs where it's like everything. Hey, but, hey, um, hey, kid, would you like would you like a good Pendulum deck? Here you go. Have Sulfa Chords. Have fun. <laughs> I wish they were good. I, really I know. Do, me too. <laughs> Well, fingers crossed for for what's the one uh, Valmonica, maybe you know. <laughs> uh, for links or for Xyz, Lyrlisk is pretty good for Xyz. Um, I f- can't really think of like a better Xyz deck that has like just strictly Xyz focused. I was thinking Zodiac that doesn't have cards that doesn't have cards that are banned. No, no, you can 100% give us Barrage and Broad Bowl back. No. You want Mystic Mine? I want Barrage and Broad Bowl, sir. There's there's differences in our ones. Yeah, yours shuts down everything. Mine is... One's fair, the other one's not. He falls. I disagree. (laughs) You know what? Ban Zeus and then fine, you can have it. Oh, no, you know what? You're absolutely right. One is fair, one is not. Zodiac is fair. Mystic Mine is not. Uh, if I go back to last week's episode, but I think I have you clipped on saying that yeah. I was correct. And I changed my mind. You know, people you are allowed to do that. You absolutely can. That's how you grow. But Give us back Shockmaster then. Uh, oh, we definitely don't do that. <laughs> like, wait a minute, wait a minute. But yeah, Lurlesk is fine. Uh, if we don't want like super high power stuff, you can Maybe do photons or cipher. Cipher's not good, but eh. there was people in that in that thread recommending Numeron, and I was like, "Why do you people hate fun? <laughs> like, just Numeron OTK because uh, because that's who we are." Windups. Uh, I've never seen a windup deck, so I I can't say yes or no but like maybe you haven't seen you haven't seen a wind-up deck because they banned carrier oh is that so <laughs> ziggy says yeah, gladiator beasts are fun yeah. yeah glad beast would be good for fusion i mean it's not high powered or anything it, it so. really is i mean it was for a while because you know like it's and it, it was one of those first decks where it's like hey you know what our usual gimmick was about attacking things in the battle phase forget that we're just gonna go main phase slap all the negates you can on board with tamer editor uh fusion predaplant would be fun predaplant did get new support yeah 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 and like with Verte banned, it's not as fun. I mean, it's still a playable deck because mm-hmm. I believe after Verte got banned, people still attempted to play it after they got their uh, pendulums. Yeah. Um, Fluffle? Question mark? 
Yeah, Fluffle's okay. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to think. Because, like, the the archetypes, the, the decks that I play, I actually went and, like, counted how many. Like, Synchro decks are my least favorite to build. Pendulums are by far the my favorite, and then links are after pendulum. I'm curious but, now. Um, what are mine? I, I'm going to go look while you're while you're telling me your other ones. I'll, I'll just pull up Neuron. But um, I have all of my decks. Yeah, Fluffle, Predaplant. Those are both like fusion decks that can do stuff for synchro. I mean, there's a lot of synchro stuff you could. I think the easiest way to say it would just be do a good synchron deck. Looks to me like Link is my favorite arc, my favorite summoning mechanic, and Ritual is the one that I do the least. Uh, For Link, we'll go with like Code Talkers, question mark, Mm. or Dragon Link. Okay. I I respect your choices, yes. Like I I was gonna I say I don't respect yours. Oh, I know. I haven't even told you mine. So like, yeah. what's it called? I was thinking Zodiac for Xyz. I feel like Zodiac is fine. You know, like in a vacuum. You know, like they they're strong, but they're not unfair. Um, and I feel like Master Duel is I'll one admit of with like with power creep and how power creep is like progressed. Zodiac's probably not as bad as when it was tier zero right it probably not as bad i i I feel like lyralisk is also a solid choice like i i feel like that one's fine um i would have said math mech if math mech didn't also have like a synchro mechanic involved uh math mech is like synchro yeah it's it's more so the boss monsters are more so synchro monsters the synchro monsters than the xyz because the xyz are just what alan bridges yeah they're bridges uh, to get to something else right yeah uh, so, like, you know, I think Lyrilus, Zodiac, both of them are really solid. I-, I would be okay with either. For Fusion, I did agree with Shadal here because Shadal is still very strong. A- and the cool thing about Shadals is that you can tech, the- you can, you can mix them with a bunch of stuff and just make them stronger, you know? And they have some really tough bosses, like, you know, like Winda and, and, uh, and Construct and stuff like that that are that you kind of have to think a little out of the box to deal with them sometimes. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. And so I, I think Shadal's definitely good. For Synchro, I, I thought Punk. I, I think Punk is a fun archetype. You know, it, it's, it Synchro's really, really well. Uh, and, you know, like, it, it's boss monster Amazing Dragon does something really, really cool. Plus, it's one that you can upgrade by getting yourself, like, a Psychic End Punisher eventually down the line, you know? Uh, so, which I guess is kind of like the way I looked at this is like, what what deck could they give us like a core for that that would be functional, but then afterwards we can upgrade it by adding more things. So th- that's kind of how I was looking at it, you know. So like Shadal, I can I can add an invoked engine to Shadal and suddenly it's stronger, or I can like uh, do some tier elements with Shadal and suddenly it does a lot more. Um, and you know, like Punk, you could you do know. that with some of the things that I said. Yeah. Uh, not not all of them, but some of them, yeah. Yeah, with some of them, and same thing with like punk. You know, like I I I could like throw some virtual world cards in with punk, and suddenly we were synchroing like nothing, or or you know like I eventually when we get gold pride, gold pride and punk work really well together, 
so you know stuff like that and uh, for link uh, i said live twins because i think live twin is a really fun link archetype that can has a very small core and you can just run a bunch of interruptions otherwise you know so i yeah, and then you can add sprite into it yeah and you can add sprite into it to, to kind of like build it up yeah basically uh, all, all of the ones that you chose turn from being a deck themselves into being like an engine for a different deck yeah to have the ability to upgrade them mm-hmm. yeah, which is kind of what fine. i was thinking yeah like you know like what what if uh, we gave you a deck that was like by itself it still works uh, the thing is, I don't know enough about pendulums. So, like, part of me just kind of keeps going to valence. But the thing about valence is that it's not that intuitive. Here, here, you're a new player to Yu-Gi-Oh. Have valence. They're they're a different way to play. Well, the only other like pendulum archetype that I play is metal foes, and metal foes is not good. Just gave this this. Game. A Dark Souls difficulty. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's like how how you just ask us about the difficulty. Like, how difficult do you want the game to be for you? You want easy? Okay, Shadals and Zodiac or Liralesque. Those are easy. Medium? Okay, go with Punk or like with a Ritual deck. I don't know Drytron, or or you want to go hard? Valence, baby, Valence. <laughs> it's like what, what kind of gaming experience do you want? Easy, and it just lists all of the decks, and then it's like. There's no medium. There's no hard. Expert, valence. Valence. Or, or heck, even in Demion, is kind of like, ugh, whenever you get into the higher tiers of play, right? Uh, I'd say in, in Demion gets, like, a, a lot of, like, rep for being difficult. It's, it's just a lot of words on the cards. It's it's actually not that hard. Right. Like, pilot in Demion. So, you just play a bunch of spells and then negate your opponent's shit. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Siggy uh, in the chat says, you guys need to try join duels with decks from the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, like the Koala deck from GX. Uh, you know, from NPCs that aren't story relevant. Oh, I, I, I cannot... I actually have a Beast Down deck, which is built from Chumley's deck off of, uh, off of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I was going to say, I cannot wait to play Arcana Force. <laughs> like... Am I going to win this game? I don't know. That depends on the coin toss, doesn't it? Well, Arcana Force is getting new support in one of the no sets in No freaking way. What? Uh, it's Arcana Force the Fiend. I don't remember the number. Oh, my God. Like, I never thought I'd see Arcana Force, the coin toss the, the, archetype, get the, more. It's the set that has the new uh, Earthbound Immortal stuff. Hmm. They're throwing in, like, Arcana Force support. I I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> there, there's a way to rig every single one of your coin tosses to come out. Well, uh, yeah, we needed that. And, and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the the world, but the world is actually a pretty funny FTK if you, oh, you can pull I, it off. I, I know the world. Like as a matter of fact, I tried to do like a, it was almost like. It was like a monarch type play before monarchs, you know, where it was like, hey, treeborn frog, samsara lotus, arcana force of the world. Let's see if we can uh, see if we can loop our enemies so that they don't get a turn, you know, like that. That was kind of like the whole idea. Like, hey, this is the arcana force of the world lockdown. It, uh, it's Best always my is, turn. Like Yu-Gi-Oh's come so far that that's actually like super easy to do now. Is it easy to do? I've never seen anyone try. I feel like that would be like something that you'd see I constantly. I can find so many Table 500 videos where people have like done it. <laughs> Granted, we don't know if that's 
try number one or try number 500. But right, right. So, it's the first time I saw him do it, so I, I, I think that's pretty good. Uh, Napoleon cards in the uh, in the GX anime anime was fun, says Siggy, or the cooking deck one. Yeah, like the the hungry burger got new support. So, and as a matter of fact, I, I was this was something that I was telling Dare earlier that I was like, in the latest chapter of the Yu Gi Oh manga, we have two chefs facing off against each other using food decks. One of them's using sushi ships, uh, the sushi deck, and the other one's using nouvelles, which is the hungry burger archetype. So uh, I was like, "Oh my god, this is the Yu-Gi-Oh wackiness that I live for." <laughs> but yeah, I I really want someone to like find that guy in Japan who dressed up as a sushi chef <laughs> and was playing sushi ships and duel him dressed up as like a fry chef from Burger King or something. Oh, did you see? Did you not see the TikTok going around where a guy showed up to like a Yu-Gi-Oh locals and he, his thing was like a McDonald's bag and from the McDonald's bag he pulls out his mat. And then, like, his deck is in, like, a box of fries. And, like, his dice are, like, in something else. So he, he showed up with, like, like a McDonald's tray was his play mat. <laughs> I think I have seen that because I, I think you may have sent it to me. Right. The guy showed up to give a, to give a mad McBeaten. <laughs> you, you about to get McDooled, son. But. I- I would just stand up and walk away from the table at that point. Yeah, because a guy that uh, wrapped his deck in like McDonald's stuff, like he's he has got nothing to lose. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, truth. So that's it for us today, guys. Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for joining us on the Battle Phase podcast. Uh, please remember to like, sub, and share. Uh, thank you for being in the chat, and uh, all of you who are listening on the podcasting platforms, uh, if you'd like to join us for the live show, we're on youtube.com slash at the battle phase. We're live every Friday and Sunday. Sometimes on Sunday, we have plans to make like a, a different kind of show, but then and other times we time, don't do it. And then other times we, we say we're going to do something different, and we just don't. <laughs> It's been one of those months where it's like, hey, let's draw with friends. And then it's like, hey, did you invite friends? Absolutely not. Did you? No, sir, I didn't. <laughs> so that's a... To, to be fair, though, like, September just has not been good for anybody. Yeah, yeah. So... Wake me up when September ends, brother. I'm like, I'm so done. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a song, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. It's Man, quite... rest in peace, Fallout Boys. I thought that was Green Day. The, the football team? The Wake Me Up in September? No, Green Day is not a football team. Green Day is a the band. The Green Day Packers? That's the Green Bay Packers. Which, why their no, logo... You're, no, you're wrong. Okay, you're sure. Wrong on this one. I don't know sports. The only Mystic sp- Mind to three. The only sport that I know is Ultimate Athletes, baby. Mystic <laughs> Mind to three. No, false... But anyway, thank you, everybody, and I have been the Midnight Bard, and I've been joined by Derringer. I am the battle phase. He is the battle phase. Adios. Ooh, uh...